So I was like, oh, okay, I'll be the goalie. So the next time I show up, I, I start walking out there with all my different street hockey pads thinking it's got to be similar. And they're like, oh, yeah, you don't need all that. Hang on. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you the stick. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, this is different. Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week, we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Oh yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon, and this is the podcast 100% dedicated to the lacrosse goalie. Best position in sports, toughest position in sports, some say. On this show, it is my job to find the best goalies, the best coaches, the best trainers in our sport, interview them, find out what makes them so great. What are some mindsets that they have, drills that they do, ways that they think about certain things that can help your lacrosse goalie game? That's what we're all about, getting better as lacrosse goalies. My guest on this week's show is Coach Tyler Storer, Coach T, as he's better known online. Coach T has an amazing story. He played his college ball at BYU around the days when I was at Cal in the MCLA. So he had some pretty epic battles, uh, me and Coach T, back when we were both in our primes. But Coach T went through an injury, and he talks about that story about hitting a dark place and how he got through that. Very powerful stuff, and I think you're going to learn a lot in this conversation. So please enjoy this episode with Tyler Storer. This episode is brought to you by the Tillman Johnson Virtual Goalie Coaching Minicamp. What if I told you you could get live goalie coaching from one of the greatest goalies to ever play this game? That sounds pretty good, right? Well, in this training camp, it is possible. I was able to track down the GOAT, Tillman Johnson, and he put together a coaching presentation that is insanely good. I mean, this presentation, it might as well be called Lacrosse Goalie 101 because he breaks down the fundamentals, all the fundamentals that he learned, the fundamentals that he used to win that 2003 national championship, and the fundamentals that he uses to coach Division One caliber goalies. And he breaks down those fundamentals in a way that I've never seen any goalie coach do it. He talks about the theory, bullet points about the theory. He shows you slow motion video explaining that technique, annotating that technique, and then you get to see Tillman executing that technique in a game. Plus, we did it live, so folks are asking a bunch of tons of great questions to clarify. If you're a youth goalie or a goalie mom or dad or a coach, this training is really a must to learn about the goalie position from one of the legends. It's really amazing stuff. And the best part is this. We did it as a fundraiser for the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. So purchases of the Tillman Johnson Virtual Coaching Minicamp, they go right to benefit go right to benefit that cause, okay? Tickets are just 49 bucks. So for all of Tillman Johnson's knowledge, 49 bucks. That's an insane value. And if you're ready to get some elite coaching, head over to laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. It's laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. One more time, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. Enjoy the show. Well, awesome. I'm here with Coach Tyler Storer. 
Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Well, I follow you on Instagram and, and um, I think that's kind of where we first connected. And if you guys aren't following coach, definitely do so. It's got some awesome content, awesome story. I'm excited to get into it. Uh, but before we do that, do you remember where it all started that, that very first time that you jumped into goal? Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. I just, I just made a video about it that, uh, and uh, so when I was growing up, we, uh, my family, we, we lived in Maryland in uh, Ocean City on the Eastern Shore. And if you know anything about Ocean City, it is a beach town, not a uh, kid town during, during the regular non-beach season. So we got shipped out to school in Salisbury, Maryland. And a lot of people probably know Salisbury, lacrosse, pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, my brother, who was not a sports fan at all, for whatever reason, thought lacrosse was cool so uh we went out and got some fiddle sticks and and that's what we did every day there was no other kids in ocean city like all the kids we went to school with all live like a half hour plus away so all we did was 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 play lacrosse back and forth all the time and then we moved to california mm -hmm. sacramento and this is like early 90s right. so lacrosse was like a foreign thing so again we just we just played lacrosse and uh, and then we moved to Florida and they were starting a team in our town. And at the time, like private schools, that's were the only places that had lacrosse at the time. And so my brother was like, we're going to go out. We're going to, you know, try out for this team. And so we did. And um, they got a good amount of numbers that came out that were excited to give this new sport a try. Cause other than my brother and I, and like maybe two or three other like transplants from, from New York, uh, everybody was like a Florida pop Warner football kid at the time and that were just excited to hit somebody with a stick. Like that was like the big draw. Right. And, uh, um, so, uh, you know, the numbers were good enough that they're like, all right, let's, let's give this go, let's give this a go. And, um, you know, I was pretty good at, uh, catching and throwing. We had done it for years. That's all we did. And uh, I had dreams of, of being a uh, scoring attackman, but, uh, you know, when it came to like all the details of, of that, I just struggled to grasp them. And uh, so one day they said, well, you know, if we're going to make a team that's going to compete in the next year, we're really going to need to figure out a goalie. And um, I had, like I said, I played like a dozen different sports at the time, ice hockey, street hockey, and, and I was a goalie in uh, hockey in street hockey. And so I was like, well, I'm a goalie in street hockey. So I, I guess I could give it a try because it seems easier than all the other positions. Just stop the ball. Right. <laughs> There's no like, okay, do you understand what a three, two, one is versus a two, 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 you know, Hey, do you understand a coma slide? I didn't understand any of that, but the idea of, okay, I just got to stop the ball. All right. Easy enough. My ADHD allowed me to understand, just get in front of this thing. But uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, the padding situation was very different. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll be the goalie. So the next time I show up, I, I start walking out there with all my different street hockey pads, thinking it's got to be similar. And they're like, oh, yeah, you don't need all that. Hang on. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll give you the stick. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, this is different. But that was it, man. They never let me out after that. That's and awesome. That's an awesome story. Yeah, I remember... I remember first time I played goalie, they give you the chest pad and they give you, I mean, I was just wearing, you know, this is 
1999. So I'm just wearing field gloves. Like the, the companies hadn't come out with the lacrosse goalie gloves yet. And that's it. And you're like, where's the rest of this padding? Like what? <laughs> that's awesome. What, what was you know, it? It's funny. Speaking of the glove, I remember I was at a camp one year. I think it was probably about like 97 bill pilot goalie school, maybe, or another goalie camp. And uh, bill day, legend goalie bill day was a brine rep at the time yeah and so he's showing off some of the new products and one of them was this little thing it looked like a star and it was like made out of foam and you were supposed to warm it up and then you folded the tip over your thumb and folded the sides around your thumb and put that in your glove and that was like Ooh, uh, like they were out there showing yeah. like all this other cool stuff but it was a goalie camp so all the goalies were like oh yeah forget all that other stuff this thumb thing yeah this looks yeah like that was i had already broke my thumb at least two times by then yeah so. i broke mine in a thanksgiving camp like a 10 year old or 11 year old kid did it and like i i jumped into <laughs> i jumped into goal and you know like the kid catches one right on the crease and like, he is not going for precision. He's going for power and just shoots it like as hard as he can. And I just, I'm like right there. And it just bent my thumb the wrong way. And I didn't have any like goalie gloves. So it hit like basically just hit the meat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was one of the more painful things I've experienced as a goalie. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. I think the last time I, I broke my thumb, I, I went to like a walk-in clinic and they put the x-ray up and then by this time I'd broken it several times and the guy at the walk-in clinic's like, yeah, I'm not qualified to handle this. He's like, you need to go see like an orthopedist. So I go to the ER, they do a new x-ray. They look at it and the orthopedic goes, yeah, I'm not qualified to handle this. You need to see a uh, hand surgeon. And, and when I finally make it to the hand surgeon, he, he takes one look at it. He goes, he's like, what it, he's like, whatever you've done to this man, the damage is done. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, that reminds me of when I broke, I broke this, I broke this, my ring finger on my right hand. And like, I ended up going to see, it was the same story where I went to all these different doctors and they're like, I, this is so damaged. I can't do anything. <laughs> and I finally, um, ended up getting a great doctor. He's like the hand doctor for the Raiders and the Warriors. And like, he did the surgery where he took a little bit of bone out of my wrist and like rebuilt uh, this knuckle. And so at least like, I've got something now, like it still doesn't like bend all the way, but at least like it's usable. Um, yeah. but anyway, it's interesting. I mean, well, that's the, uh, that's what that uh, guy said. He said pretty much, you know, if it was new or the first time he's like, I'd probably, you know, try to do something for you. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, I could tell this isn't the first injury for this thumb. So I was like, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> That's funny. So, what was it about the lacrosse goalie position? Do you think that uh, attracted you uh, so much? Um, I'm I, I love I love a challenge, man. Yeah. And, and, and everybody always made it, you know, seem like you, you were crazy to do it. Um, you know, that it was this 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 hard thing or, you know, that you had to be a little bit off to to be willing to stand in front of a, uh, you know, a lacrosse ball. And, and so that was like one of those things for me, it's like, well, then I'll be the guy to do it. Like that's, that's always who I was, you know, I like that challenge and, um, and I, I just kind of, I, I, I liked being that guy on the field that everybody looked to, you know, mm-hmm. um, without having to be the guy that, it, um, I, I, I hate when like somebody decides that I should be a leader. 
I prefer to just do it. And, and that yeah. was the one thing I loved about being a goalie. You know, you could change. I always had that feeling like even though you'll, it's the loneliest position in all of team sports. That's what I tell my goalies. I'm like, you have to be prepared mentally for that. You know, you'll never, it's rare that we'll get the credit we deserve, you know, and, and we're easy scapegoat, but there are the moments, you know, where you can make that, that big save that could be the game changer, you know, that just gets everybody fired up and back in the game or, you know, being the goalie, you know, getting, uh, getting when your team is down to still be the one that's poised to say, guys, we got this. You know, I'll I'll make the next save. Don't worry. And I'll make the next save and I'll make the next save. Just keep doing your job on offense. Like, and and we got this, we're going to, you know, turn it around. Like I I always just like that. I like that challenge. And I I liked being able to be the guy that was the calm during the storm. And, uh, you know, and it's just fun. I mean, I, I used to, you know, a bruise here, a bruise there. It's, I, I tell people, you know, Hey, look, that's a save right there. You know, yeah. that one on my leg, that's a save right there. Yeah. So there's nothing better, uh, nothing better than the feeling of making a save. Just, oh. oh man, it's just, you know, like nice clean save. Those are better that's than the it. bruise saves, but Hey, the bruise <laughs> saves are still pretty good as well. That's right. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And it is a challenge, right? And it's, it, but it's oh. such a um, worthwhile endeavor, you know, like, like what you go through as a lacrosse goalie and the skills that you learn and like who you need to become to not even just be like great, but just to be like, you know, the, the team leader and like be a, a okay goalie uh, is just such a worthwhile endeavor. And I hope everyone, you know, is listening to this, who's thinking about it, just goes through it because you're going to learn so much. And I'm sure you, you have as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you learn a lot of life lessons in that goal. You certainly do. Yeah. It's an interesting comment too, about like being, you know, the loneliest position and a lot of kids email me and like, that's their, that's their concern. Like I'm over here working. I see the rest of the team, you know, doing their drill. I'm doing my drill. You know, and that's what, that's what we signed up for as goalies. That's our time. Like, you know, being on goalie islands, a real thing, but it's nothing to be like, um, sad about like that's where we get better right and because yeah. it is a specialty position and you've got to train it as such so interesting uh what do you think those other sports uh i mean you 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 played a lot of lacrosse in terms of just throwing around you know i'm sure that helped with the stick skills uh but how about those other sports that you played did that sort of translate do you think into your goalie game um you know i i i joked with somebody recently they they said that part of the reason they got into lacrosse was baseball was uh, boring. And uh, I said, you know what? I, uh, I can relate. I was a baseball player, but you know what? I was a third baseman and, and I never had a coach get on me because I didn't get down and get in front of the ball on like a hard hit line drive. You know, you see the guys do this, yeah. they reach out, they don't want to get their body behind it. Um, and, and I was, I was a good, uh, third baseman. Cause I, I got down, I got in front of the line drive. Uh, I wasn't afraid to, uh, you know, have one maybe pop up, hit, hit me in the body, pick it up. And, and, oh, uh, so some of those things definitely translated, uh, when I decided to become a lacrosse goalie, um, you know, and then, uh, with hockey, just, you know, same thing, being a street hockey goalie, some hand-eye coordination in there and, um, and then, and, and ice hockey, I was actually a forward. Um, at, at one time I was, I, I, uh, I had quite a number of goals and I think 
at least for that, you know, having that a little bit of perspective of shooting and thinking mm-hmm. like a shooter, mm-hmm. you know, can help you as a goalie. I tell all my goalies, you know, there's a big part of the game that's right here. You know, one, the mental toughness, but two, you know, um, start to understand what a shooter can and can't do or understand how a shooter might think because that'll help you, you know, know what might, what they might do when they're coming down and, and that'll really, uh, play to, to you doing better. I, I always, uh, my, my men te- my men's team now likes to joke. Cause one, I, I, I like to show up very close to game time. <laughs> I, I I get I get I get a weird weird nerves going on before games and the longer that I'm at the field beforehand mm-hmm. the worse it gets. Interesting. So for me it's better to just show up with not too much time just enough to get a little bit in and then just jump right in and then until I get scored on or make a save it's either or I'm like a nervous wreck inside the goal. Like my stomach is just bubbling. I'm like half shaking and people are always like, wait until you get scored on or make a save, like shouldn't it be make a save because then you're, I'm like, Nope, it's either one because then my brain just goes into like, Oh, okay. I got this. Or when I get scored on, it's like, okay, that's the worst thing that's going to happen today. I'm going to give up a goal and that's okay. So you know what? I, I, at least now I know where that guy shoots, you know, he likes to shoot, you know, so it kind of settles me down and, and just makes me realize like, Hey, that's the worst thing that's going to happen. And, 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 you know, goalies, I think, you know, we're, we're hard on ourselves sometimes. Like, um, you know, we want to be perfect, but it's just, it's, it's not realistic. We're going to let in goals. I tell my goalies, you could do everything right and still get scored on the odds are, you know, against us for the most part. So even just getting scored on settles me in and, uh, and then I start to think. So, you know, usually about the second quarter when I'm I'm really starting to come alive, my my team's usually like, all right, Ty, Tyler's good now. He's dialed. Yeah. And that's, you know, some of that's the thinking game and, and kind of seeing, oh, okay, you know, that guy, he's he's feeling it today. I can tell. Like when he's coming to the goal, chances are he, he's coming to the goal because he's he's feeling hot today, you know, and, and maybe other times he's he's more of a feeder, but today he's feeling it, you know, he's taking like two or three shots. So when I see him coming down, I'm not thinking feed this time. I'm I'm waiting for that shot or, you know, I, you start to think about the guy behind. You can see how he plays to know like uh, this guy, he, he's a feeder, you know, so I'm I'm thinking in my head, I'm I'm waiting, you know, so that I can see it and just you know follow it over the right shoulder jump turn and be ready for that shot and so i'm very uh a very thinking you know goalie love it and that's i teach my kids that you know you got to start to think yeah i'm just envisioning in my head you know your team's warming up 10 minutes before the game like hey where's where's tyler just come come ripping in there take a couple warm-up shots get warm you're like good to go guys that that's that's literally it. The first year or two that I played, they used to call my wife. Not even yeah. me. They'd call my wife and be like, "You guys are coming, right?" Yeah, that's funny. Now, 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 now they all know. Yeah, now they all know. It's interesting what you said though about giving up because you're right. I've heard, and as when I played, I was the that same way where like I wasn't quite into the game or relaxed. I guess would be a better word to 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 use until I made that save or until I got a touch. Um, 
by you giving up a goal as well. So that's, that's interesting. Cause I know a lot of goalies are like that. So, I, you know, use, use both of those as your trigger mechanism to, you know, get comfortable, get relaxed, um, into the game. Love it. Um, and then you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you went to bill pilot camp, you know, how did you go? was that kind of how you went about learning the goalie position or were there other coaches, other, uh, goalie mentors that you sort of learned from? Um, so I'll be honest. I was, was blessed that, um, uh, a guy, Don Goldstein happened to, uh, move to Florida around the time that I was playing lacrosse. And, um, if you, if you don't know, Don, uh, Don was a goalie at UMass. In fact, uh, until Sal Ocasio showed up at UMass, he had the, uh, the best, um, goals against average at UMass and Mm -hmm. um, just an absolute phenomenal goalie, but also an even better goalie teacher. Um, And he happened to be here in South Florida at the time that I was, I was coming up through the ranks. So I, I had one of, you know, the best goalie coaches, I think you could imagine. I mean, to this day, he's still, you know, involved in, in, in training goalies and, um, you know, he, he brings uh, the Florida youth lacrosse foundation does a, a clinic every, uh, winter, uh, for, for super amazing, uh, deal. And, and he gets, you know, Sean Cork and, mm. uh, coach Cork from the cannons and several other, you know, um, big time goalies. We had, uh, Angie Beeson, um, at this last one. And so I, I had him right here in town and, uh, every week, but I, uh, I just, I was just a sponge, you know, and I just wanted to be a good, uh, not a good, I, I wanted to be a great goalie. So I took any opportunity that I could um, to get training, to get reps. And um, actually Bill Pilot's first camps in Florida happened when I was in high school mm. and, and he's been doing it ever since. So like 96, I think was the first year that uh, Bill Pilot brought the goalie school to Florida. Wow. And so I went 96 and 97 uh, and then 98 as a freshman in college at Limestone. I started at Limestone playing Limestone. My uh, goalie coach there came down to the Florida camp uh, to coach. And he's like, oh, you live in Florida. I'm like, yeah, I went went to Bill Pilot's camp too. Maybe you can get me on the coaching staff. And he did. And so I coached uh, coached those camps with Bill for, for years. And um I, I mentioned Sean Cork. I, I've known Coach Cork since I was 16 because I went out to uh, the um, camps in Springfield, um, yeah. and uh, and got goalie training with him as well. And so I just any any person that was a, a goalie, any opportunity to go to any kind of goalie camp or training, um, you know, if if I, my parents had the means to to send me, I, I was all for going just because. Um, you know, because you realize, I think most goalies realize that the average coach, you know, they, they may have watched a few goalies in their day, scored on a few goalies in their day, um, you know, played defense in front of a few goalies in their day, but it, it's just different having a, a, someone who's played the position teaching you and training you. And, um, you know, back then you know, like I said, I was fortunate to have someone like, like Don Goldstein on a regular basis, but when he wasn't there, I I can see the difference. You know, my, my, my training wasn't training. It was, 
stand in front of the goal and get ripped on and you know that kind of thing and and so I, I felt it was important to go and, and get that you know goalie specific training where the, yeah. the guys that were teaching me were guys that had been through what I was going through so like their thoughts were around making me better um not looking cool you know sticking the upper 90 on <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's also something to be said about um just being around that many goalies you know it's such a specialty position like when's the, when when are you around 30 other 15 other goalies even maybe on your practice team like you got another goalie maybe two other goalies maybe three max right yeah um, but just being around like that many like-minded folks and seeing like the way that these other kids make saves or seeing the way that like they attack this particular type of shot in addition to all that coaching, right? Like that coaching is, is amazing, but these are just also uh, benefits of, you know, attending uh, even a, a one day camp, but let, let alone like a couple day, a couple day camp. So highly recommend. Yeah, no, I, I do as well. I mean, I tell my goalies, I'm like, go, go, go to as many other goalie things as possible. And they're like, well, what if they tell me something different than you? I'm like, then give it a try and see what you like, you know, and come back. And if you like something that you learn better then uh, you know, we'll start training you toward that unless it's, you know, grossly wrong. Yeah. Or if it, it, you know, or it, as long as it works for you, like my style is my style, you know, and that's, I'm going to teach you mostly my style, but I, I want you to, to be able to see other goalies styles, be coached by other goalies that maybe have a different uh, opinion of a certain thing so that you can become your own goalie, you know, cause that's it. We all have our own unique things uh, about us. And um, so I, I tell my goalies, man, go, go watch as many goalies as you can go train with as many other people as you can. That's, you know, fine by me. Yeah. I tell you what, Tyler, you and I, I mean, if there's one philosophy that like Latin, the Latin bodies lack goalie rat, it's what you just said right there. And that's part of the reason I do these podcasts is because I love just talking about different things with, with different goalies. And, and like you said, um, you know, there's, there's rarely is something really wrong unless like you're, you're it's just non-athletic. Like if someone right. puts you in a, like a position that's just not conducive to like movement and explosion, then that's wrong. Right. Right. I'll be, I'll be fine saying that, but, but um, there's all these different variations that, that you got to try out um, and, and find what works for you. And it, it, somewhat irritates me when coaches come out and just say like, no, this is the way, this is the way that you do that. Right. Talking about a particular, uh, you know, where you hold your hands or talking about the width of your stance. Like there's a lot of variation, different things are going to work for different goalies. Yeah. Especially with, you know, like uh, I, I tell my, my goalies, I'm like, you know, a shorter stocky kid is definitely going to play different than a tall, you know, takes right. up the whole goal, you know, uh, string bean kind of kid that, uh, you know, like you have to find your style within, um, who you are too, physically. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, you got guys like Matt DeLuca, Scotty Rogers. I was, I, that's, I was just thinking, you know, Matt DeLuca, I mean, the guy can put his foot on the pipe and his other foot is at the middle of the goal or almost the other one. So no, he's, 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 he's leg to leg, like on, you know, on covering yeah. the pipes and I yeah, wish no, I could he, play like that, but no, way. I, I can't. That's I right. Can't. I, 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 uh, I, I trained with him some over this past summer, he was living here in Florida. So we would go nice. take shots together and, uh, 
we 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 have some sim- similarities in how we play, but there's definitely some differences because I'm five yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah, same, same. So. Yeah, and so we got to like you know at that height, like you got to you can't sit back in the goal. Sometimes you got to come out and attack. Um, yeah, it's just just different styles. But um, all the goalies like Deluca that you mentioned, Sean Quirk, Angie Benson, like I've had them all in the podcast. They presented at my goalie summits, and they're just amazing. Um, they're just amazing. And so I encourage all the youth to reach out, you know, reach out and get coaching from, from those folks or guidance. I mean, every, everyone's willing to help. Definitely. As are you, I'm sure. It sounds like, it sounds like you're working with a good group of goalies. What, um, what, what are you doing coaching wise these days? Um, so one, I, uh, I train, you know, a fair amount of goalies in the area, um, which, uh, you know, coach T lacrosse all kind of happened, um, it kind of happened on accident for me. I think, um, it was this thing where I feel like I am the man that I am today and, and not just coach player, whatever. I'm the man that I am today, um, because of the great coaches that I had, mm-hmm. um, growing up and, and, and we built relationships, you know, like I still have a relationship with all of my high school goalies, my college goal, uh, my high school coaches, my, my college coaches, um, because they built relationships. And so, uh, you know, once upon a time, I I started a a Facebook group and that was mostly just to try to find a different way to maybe connect with, with kids that maybe I had the opportunities to coach. It's kind of like I'll share things. They can see my journey. They could share things to, you know, right there. Um, and it's, it's definitely turned into more. Um, but I train a lot of goalies. I coach, um, with, uh, true lacrosse here in Florida. Also, um, true empire, which is the, the local part of, uh, true with, uh, with Doug Shanahan. It's a great midfielder, uh, back in his day, you may have heard of, of him, <laughs> but, um, and then I coach the state team, uh, all the goalies. And then I'm a junior high coach at, uh, at a school here called American heritage and, Nice. And then just any time I, 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 I coach my kids rec team, the land sharks, the Lauderdale land sharks, which is great. And, um, so pretty much any opportunity I find to coach, I'm, I'm jumping on it. I, I coach here, there, everywhere. And, you know, I'll, uh, you know, if, uh, another high school has a goalie that needs some help, Hey, I'll come over and coach them up. And, and then anytime there's, you know, camps or clinics in the area, I love to, you know, let people know like, Hey, I'm, you need an extra goalie to come out and help. And I just, any opportunity I have to, uh, to coach, I'm, I'm looking for it. I just love love it. it. Love it. Yeah. I also had that relationship with, uh, a lot of my high school coaches and my dad coached a lot of my youth teams. Um, you know, kind of like, kind of like you're doing as well. Like he didn't know that much about soccer or, or baseball. Um, he was very athletic, but like he was out there, you know, learning and coaching and, and just putting in the time, putting in the effort and the time. And, and I love that. Um, let me know when you do those camps. I'll, I'll definitely send it out to my audience and see, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. People can for sure. Yeah. People are interested. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So what, uh, like, let's say you're working with a young kid for the very first time, like what, you know, young ball of clay. How do you, how do you sculpt them into a great goalie? What's, what's your, what's your approach on that? Um, for me, like I said, it's about building the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's to me is the biggest part because um, 
I'm trying to get them to basically buy in to trusting me when they may be struggling with learning how to do something or especially sometimes when I get a goalie that has been a goalie but never really been coached on being a goalie so they have developed sometimes bad habits I love someone when they're like I've never played goalie I'm like awesome because then you have no bad habits and we (laughs) kind of just go from there but sometimes you know some that have been a goalie they just you know gotten a coach that says you know hey hold your stick this way or you know step at the ball or just get in front of it or or, you know I've heard some their philosophy is throw the ball at the kid as hard as you can if he doesn't flinch and I'm like that that oh gosh but uh you know sometimes they develop bad habits but they kind of work or they they'll still make saves. So I, I when I'm with my goalie sometimes and and I, I I try to say, okay, that was great, but I really want you to focus on, you know, doing this. Like don't turn this way when you go to the off hip because you're opening your body up. And they'll say, but I made the save. Mm. And I'm like, I I understand. So it's like building the relationship to get them to to believe you, to get them to have that buy-in, that trust with you, to know that, okay, you know, they're there might be a better way. So maybe I'm doing it right now, but maybe if I do it the, the better way or, or a way that makes more sense, I'll make more saves in the long run. So that's, I guess, the biggest thing that I yeah. try to do with, with my young goalies is just build the relationship with them. Um, how do you, how do you so do that? that they buy how do you do that? Is that, is that sharing your story? Is that, you know, how, if there's a dad that's working with the goalies is like, yeah, all right, build the relationship. Step one, I'm on. Yeah. Like, how, how do you do that? Um, Take an interest in them. Take an interest in them, not just in that moment that they're there for an hour with you in the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, if they have a birthday, you know, I know that birthday. And, and whether it's making them, a, you know, I, I, I like to take pictures, do graphic design stuff, whether it's taking a, you know, a, a good picture that I've gotten of them at some time and making it to a cool background, like a little poster for them. Or, you know, I, I was one year I'd gone out uh, to BYU. Um, I'd gone out to Utah. So I stopped by BYU and, and coach Schneck now, at, uh, he, he, you know, gave me a, a box, you know, full of stuff, you know, shirts and socks and shorts um, that, uh, you know, oh, Hey, give them a BYU share, you know, just, uh, for their birthday, just little things like that. When's their birthday? What's, you know, what do they like to do when they're not playing lacrosse and, 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 and get to know them so that it, it, they don't feel like the only reason I'm there is to, you know, make a paycheck while I'm, I'm coaching them in the goal. Like that's, yes, I do, but it's, it's more than that. I, I want to know, about them. Like, I want to know what they're struggling with. You know, I want to know how they're doing in school. Um, so, so we can talk about it. If you, you know, Hey, Oh, you, you know, you struggle with school. I struggled with school, but you know what, if, if you want to play lacrosse at the next level, you got to figure that school stuff out because mm-hmm. that's what those schools are going to look for so that we, you know, so that's it. Like take an interest in them yep. and, and who they really are as a, as a person. Um, and not just a goalie, because sometimes that can also really teach you how to how to coach them up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, if a kid puts a lot of stress on themselves or comes from different angles in their life, like. 
I'm the last guy that wants to then take goalie training and make it one more serious, super serious moment for them. And so a goalie like that, you know, we'll probably play, I'll find a way to make almost everything a game, you know? So they feel like, Oh, just out here having fun with playing goalie, you know, having a good time with coach T and, you know, some, I know they're like, they're super thinking type goalies or, um, and, and I've gotten that by getting to know them. I know that they analyzed everything, you know, they're a straight A student and they, it's because they want to know the answers to everything. And so goalie like that, when I am explaining something, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to say, this is we, why we want to do it this way, or that this is why I like to do it this way. Um, it's because it's what makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um, and if I really go through that with them and it's, oh, okay. Like now their brain, instead of just being told, you know, Hey, if you, you know, stay square to the ball and you're big, you keep your mass in front of the ball versus cause they're doing this move, you know, and they're making themselves little. If I can explain like, Hey, look, go like this. Now look back at the goal. You see how much is open mm-hmm. now, you know, be square. Oh, look, you're big. Oh, okay. Coach. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. There is more goal and less goal and they're a thinker. So yeah. it makes sense for them, you know? Uh, and then, like I said, you know, the kid that maybe just puts so much pressure on them or has a lot of pressure coming from other, other areas, you know, when yeah. we are out there, it's like, all right, we're going to do, uh, you know, this game. It's, you know, all it is is a warm up, but I call it lacrosse cricket and I shot in every position, you know, kind of like cricket with darts you're throwing for the, you know, 2019 so it's yeah. kind of my version of that but it's you know I, I, we're gonna see who gets to the uh you know that that spot fast meaning you make three saves hey you, you win that that spot if i get three goals and you know so then they they just get into it they're having fun they feel i like that so it's like a, it's like a little competitive game that that you're yeah. playing against them that's awesome um and great point great point about getting to know them right there's that there's that expression like they got to know that you care before they care about what, you know, you know, so, so you, I've you never, got, I've never heard that, but I like that. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I, I didn't make it up. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's what coaching is all about, right? Like stealing yeah. from the great coaching minds. I don't know <laughs> if I've right. had one single original idea in, in this entire, <laughs> in this entire uh, time I've been playing lacrosse, but um, you mentioned drills. Let's talk a little bit about drills. Are there other like um, cool drills that, that you always like to incorporate into your training? Um, I'll be honest. I do. I, I, I can't think of anything in particular. I, I have certain drills, um, you know, that I like, and, and sometimes it's just to break it up and it's for fun. Um, but uh, I, I will say, I always tell everyone, you know, being a goalie is like being a pitcher at, at the end of the day, you just need reps. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I like uh, to do one drill, you know, with the tennis racket and the tennis balls, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of have them learn to see the ball coming off real quick. You know, when, when a guy's got in his stick he can kind of make some judgments of where it might go. Um, you know, so there's drills like that, that I, I like to do. I like to, you know, sometimes use cones to where they are going down to the cone and getting down, but I, I like to just get them in the goal 
get reps and then, you know, tweak little things. Um, Cause that's, you know, like I said, you don't watch a pitcher. They don't like do a whole bunch of drills. They get in with their pitching coach. They throw the ball, they throw the ball, they throw the ball. And then their pitching coach says, okay, I notice, you know, that your wrist is doing this or your foot isn't doing this. So for me, I, I like to really just get the, get the reps in and, and, and make the tweaks, but I do love the tennis ball drill. Yeah, me know, too. With the tennis I like racket. I like to throw, I, I like one drill. I like to do uh, with the cones. I, I, I throw cones at them to just get their quick, you know, reaction. I, I like to, you know, one, uh, one that I always do though is drop your stick, get in your stance, throwing the ball at every position. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that one because I, I like to tell my goalies that, you know, it, it's about moving your feet. You got to get moving in the goal, whether it's, you know, lateral or whether it's on a diagonal, it doesn't matter. You have to get your feet moving because ultimately, you know, there are going to be times where our stick is not going to get there as fast as our feet. Yep. You know, my left shin, I remember playing a game against Colorado state of all the teams, right? Those guys love to talk trash, man. Back in the day, their fans were even better at it. So of all the games of all the teams where I had to play them at home and they uh, had nothing against, but we came from a different era, you know, shin guards who wore shin guards. Now I say, well, you know, goalies wear shin guards. I'm like, good for you. Uh, I had to wear a shin guard because I had been hit in the left leg so many times that my leg was like green. Right. And uh, the trainers were afraid I was getting compartment syndrome. So they're like, if you want to play, you got to put this on. And uh, it's because my feet, my feet moved to the ball. And, you know, from being a righty to getting to my left side, you know, down, you know, off stick low that's the furthest my stick has to travel sometimes you know my 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 feet get there faster than my hands so i i love really that drill if you know drop your stick Mm -hmm. see that you can make saves with you know you're always you want your body behind it because at the end of the day if if you make that little misjudgment with the stick if you get your feet going you'll, you'll get a piece and you know Love it. That's why I use a lot of tennis balls too. When I, when I shoot on my goalies, I say, you know, cause that's what, one thing I laugh about, you know, when parents are like, Oh, I, you know, I would get hit by that ball and, da, 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 and it's crazy. And I'm like, listen, understand this. It's not that um, goalies are really that crazy. It's that most coaches are crazy mm-hmm. uh, that don't know goalies. They're crazy to put a goalie in a practice shooting drill where he sees 200 shots in 30 minutes. Cause mm-hmm. if he got hit, if he got hit by 10% of them in the body, that's getting hit in the body 20 times. Yeah. I, I don't want to get hit in the body 20 times, but, but in a game, you know, I, I take 20, I, I see 20, 30, 40 shots at most. If I get hit by 10%, it's what 10, you know, one to four in the body. I can, I can recover from that. It's not right. And you got your adrenaline going. So you like, don't even, ex- you don't even feel it. Um, exactly. You know? So I like to, you know, tennis I balls. tell my goalies, tennis balls all day because all i tell them is i want their i want them to learn how to make mechanically sound saves first because when it comes game time 
and you know we'll just say you know you make an amazing save but it's a rebound and then it someone picks it up out of the air throws it across and you dive across the goal and make it amazing you don't you can't train for that and you don't need to right like your 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 brain will kick in your goalie just hey i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get in front of the ball that kicks in automatically but if you develop poor mechanics if you're not mechanically sound that's that muscle memory is 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 never going to change if if you don't train it to change so i i tell you know when i i i I hate it when people, you know, coaches, you know, see a goalie flinch, you know, after they got hit by a ball and they're like, oh, he's scared of a ball, must not be a goalie. And I'm like, use your brain. If you touch fire, you don't leave your hand there. Right. You touch fire, you go, ooh, that hurts because your brain's job is to protect you from harm. So when a kid that is, you know, a newer goalie, especially doesn't have a ton of muscle memory, hasn't spent hours training those mechanics, takes a ripper off the, the, the shin or the arm. Of course, he's going to flinch on the next shot. Right. Not because he's scared of the ball, because his brain is doing his job. And so I tell my goalies, the only way to overtrade, you know, override that reaction is by, you know, hours, hours, practice, practice, being a mechanically sound goalie yeah you know and that's uh oh so i use a lot of tennis balls because it's easy to uh, get them to get moving at the ball to get behind it to be mechanically sound when every time a ball does hit them in the body it's not like the worst thing in the world yeah and it just it doesn't take the wind i call it like takes the wind out of your sails when you get hit with a with a shot like you could be having a great training session and then you take one on the shin or in the thigh and you just like, you don't want to be there anymore. You're like, Oh man, like I'm, you know, I was having real, a lot of fun uh, and now it's painful. And so now next time he winds up for a shot now, all of a sudden my, my head in my head, like I'm associating that wind up with that pain and it's, it just gets worse. Yeah. I remember um, there was a coach who um, a college coach who worked with the goalies, but he, he was not a goalie himself and he was kind of demoing some drills and there was this one drill where he had like just a bunch of balls scattered in front of the crease. And like, he would come in, scoop one up and shoot, come back, scoop one up and shoot, scoop one up and shoot. And it was a good drill to like, you know, just get a lot of reps in, in close. Uh, they could, the shooter could not throw a fake. So it was just about reading that shooter, but he was doing it with lacrosse balls. And like, while watching the drill, I saw goalies take like five or six, you know, off the legs. And I'm like, I can tell you're not a goalie. And he's like, why? why? And I'm like, you got to use tennis balls in this drill because, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that using a lacrosse ball, like the goalies are just getting beat up. Um, and if this goal, if this drill truly is for the goalie, then use tennis balls. So you yeah. and I share that quite a bit that share that philosophy. Um, I want to talk about BYU. So, uh, you know, I played at Cal uh, 99 through 2003. We were talking before we hit record here. We had some, Cal BYU, big rivals uh, back in the day, yeah. probably still are. Um, how did you end up at, at BYU? Um, so uh, I went to uh, Limestone my freshman year uh, and played there. And then uh, I, I am, I'm, I'm LDS. So, you know, I, I, I would have liked to have gone to, I would have gone to BYU my freshman year. I got to know Coach Lamb when I was like a, a probably like a sophomore or junior in high school. I think it was a junior. He, he was in uh, Orlando for the uh, big lacrosse convention. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think my dad ran into him at like the airport or something. He had this BYU lacrosse shirt on. My dad used to travel a ton. And 
um, my, my dad said, Oh, my son plays lacrosse and coach lamb was like, Oh really? You know, what position? He's like a goalie. And immediately coach lamb was like, let me get, let me, let me get your phone number. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, one of the years he came out here for that one, met him and, uh, and I didn't, I didn't have the grades to get in at the time. So uh-huh. I, uh, I went to limestone. I had a great time there. I, uh, and then I served my, my mission for, for the church for two years. And, uh, when I got back from that, I was able to, uh, with, with, uh, you know, at limestone with the, um, the level of structure, I actually, uh, got my grades way up nice. <laughs> and, uh, so I was able to get into BYU. So, um, and that was, uh, I, and I had never thought of going to BYU, even though it was LDS growing up. It just, uh, I, I, I met coach lamb and, and, and fell in love with him, um, as a person just thought he was awesome. Um, just seemed, seemed like the guy that I wanted to, uh, to play for. Yeah. And, um, so, and, uh, you know, following it back then the, the club league, I saw like, Oh, Hey, they're, they're good. Like, you know, and, yeah. uh, they're really was, good. Uh, great experience there, you know, uh, and, and good enough, you know, we, we always got in some great tournaments in the fall and, and had opportunities to play, um, you know, teams at, at every, at every level, you know, that was one that thing that was cool. I mean, I, I, when you, we played Herkimer, which it was, uh, you know, uh, we played Herkimer, we played Essex, both, you know, Juco national champions. Yeah. Um, we played, uh, RIT. So, you know, they just won their first national championship. I'm like, ah, we played them to an overtime yeah. game one year. I had a great game against them. We played, uh, Whittier. Whittier. Uh, yeah. We used to Whittier. play Whittier. Yep. So I, uh, I played the one, one and only game where we ever beat them actually it was probably my, my best game ever. I remember it was, uh, um, but, uh, we played Taos and we played some, you know, wow. um, lots of teams, which was great. You know, we really got to, uh, experience, uh, not just great competition within the MCLA with, with, you know, teams like Berkeley and UCSB and, 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 and CSU and CU, all those great teams, um, uh, you know, some, some Florida teams, you know, they're getting there at the time, but, yeah. uh, you know, not only did we get that great competition within, within the MCLA, but we also got to, to play a lot of great teams, a lot of great lacrosse. So, yeah, I just released a podcast episode with, uh, with Matt Corazon, the goalie from Florida, who I know, you know, as well, yeah. uh, MCLA is a great option. It's a really great option for a lot of, uh, goalies out there who want, you know, who want that college lacrosse experience, but at the same time, you know, want to not have it be like the only thing that you're able to do. Um, like a lot of D one athletes, like they're, you know, it's school eat lacrosse, um, pretty much, you know, I mean, look, that was, um, that was limestone yeah, and and that was, you know, back, you know, and that was back when I played there. Um, you know, we, we, they, they now have, I think, what is it? Four or five national titles. I, I, I missed them. I, I, you know, I was there one year too early. They got their first one in 2000. <laughs> I, I won a con- we, we won the conference championship when I was there, but I mean, that was, you know, I, uh, you know, my lacrosse coach sat down and helped me make my school schedule. Cause he's like, we're going to make this so that you get good grades. Like, no, you're not taking biology and chemistry at the same time. He's yeah. like, you kill yourself, you know, but we had mandatory study hall, you know, you, you mm. my workout time was at 7.00 AM and I, I, I ate breakfast with the team. I went to some classes and it was, you know, right to goalie practice. 
Um, you know, we were, and I was a freshman, so we were always the last guys off the field. You know, we by the time we got to the cafeteria, they were taking us into the back saying, you know, hey, we saved these for you. And then from there, it was like right to study hall, um, yeah. you know, and uh, so it, it did, you know, and, and that's, you know, I, it was good for me at the time. I needed the structure, you know, with uh, with my uh, ADHD, just and, and just I'm a little bit, you know, scattered at times. So it, it worked. It worked great for me. It's not for everybody. And then just I, I tell kids all the time, man. Like, look at the whole picture, you know, look at look at the whole picture when it comes to where you might play and understand that, like it, it being the, you know, D one guy may not be for you. Sure. And that, and, and that, and it, and maybe it's because you picked it up later and, and you're just not there at a skill level, but maybe not, maybe it's just because that's not the life, you know, for, for you. I, I, I coached a, a young man here. He wasn't a goalie, I, you know, I, and uh, he's at Florida with Matt actually um, that uh, was an amazing, amazing attack attackman here in Florida. He holds records. Um, but, uh, you know, he, for reasons of academics and what he wanted to do in his life, you know, he's, he's playing at Florida and, and that's, you know, because that's what fit his lifestyle. And that's yep. awesome Yeah, that, you know, uh, he, he was able to see that and realize like, yeah, you know, maybe I could go to some of these other places, but you know, they just don't fit what I'm looking to do long-term. And that's, I tell, you know, people it's remember this is, uh, you know, college is four years that help with the rest of your life so make sure you make it an overall decision and uh you know and that's a great thing about lacrosse i mean how many other sports have such an organized extramural situation going on like you know lacrosse does i mean the mcla is amazingly well organized with the national tournament and the breakdown right. of the the, the conferences and the games and, and, and a lot of those the teams, they, they, they still take it pretty, you know, dang serious like oh, they're, of course. They're out there to win, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's how we did it at Cal. Um, I mean, I'm sure you did it right? at BYU. Like we're practicing every day, you know, it's like, we're like, I mean, they're hard. Our coach was, yeah. uh, was all American coach, Joe proud, all American attackman at Duke under Pressler. And like, he ran that style of practice. Like it was, it was very hard and he, he ran us, you know, it, it was really tough and, and uh, we got after it and it's very competitive. So, so love it. You know, I just, uh, do you know, coach Marty Ward? I know he, uh, he went to limestone. I do. Uh, I know. I know coach Ward. Yeah. I was kind of we, put, we've, putting the dots together there. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we've uh, worked together a little bit, not a ton, but uh, yeah. done some camps together and, and know each other from around the way. So, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, just up at Florida Southerns, yep. doing great things up there. Doing Absolutely. great things up there. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to dig into your story a little bit, a little bit more. Um, you mentioned, you know, having the the ADHD. Um, how do uh, I guess like if a kid out there, you know, has ADHD, young goalie, like what what are your tips for for them in terms of when it comes to succeeding uh, in the crease on on the in the game of lacrosse? Um organize, organize everything. Um, organize everything. Um, a cluttered desk for me means cluttered thoughts. Um, you know, so if it, it, you know, when I sit down now that, uh, 
with with my business video and and photography when when i sit down to edit if i got stuff all over my desk or you know where i'm at then my brain is cluttered Mm. um and if my schedule is just if i'm not putting things in priority and 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 getting them done step by step my brain is cluttered so you know for me it was okay i uh and and this is what i had to do in high school you know it was I, when I get home from school, I have to do my homework right away mm. because I know that I have to get that done so that I have the time to go get ready for practice. And if I'm at practice, but that homework is not done, even though I'm not a fan of homework, I'll be thinking about it. And I'll be thinking about all the undone things that are sitting waiting for me um, instead of focusing on being at practice. And and so I say, you know, you yeah. really got to organize yourself um, and, and that's hard for, for, for someone like that, but it's, you know, you really have to take those things into account so that you can be present when you need to be present for the various things that, uh, you're trying to be present for, if that makes sense. It does make sense. But, um, I tell them, you know, don't, you know, if, if life is cluttered, your brain is going to be cluttered. And if, if all the things that you need to get done aren't being done or planned for, then your brain will be all over thinking about all of it. You know, mm-hmm. if you kind of have your, if you have your plan in place. So even if training is right after, let's say school, let's say you get out of school, you want to go right to a training. Well then know that, you know, your plan is when I get home, I'm going to be able to do my, my school work or do this other activity that I want to do and then have it in an order and in a plan and structured so that then it's like, ah, I don't need to think about that stuff right now. Yeah. I'm here with coach, I'm here to work on being a goalie. I, I got my plan. I got my schedule so that I can get everything else done that I need to. So smart. I mean, that's great advice for people who don't have ADHD, ADHD <laughs> for that matter, right? Like just know, you know, know that, know thyself, like, and, and, and know that if, Hey, if my desk is, is messy, like I'm not going to work well. If I'm, if I'm not doing this then I'm not going to do this well, great point there. But then also the other point of like, be present in the moment of what you're doing, right? And and if that means that you need to get your schoolwork done before practice, so you're not thinking about it during practice, great. If that means you practice and you know that you're going to get it done after, so you don't you don't have to worry about it during, great. Um, I love that, love that. Great advice. So you, you also, um, you know, I've kind of follow you on Instagram. You also battled some mental demons. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of goalies do. A lot of people do. Uh, I wonder if you could kind of share that story with us. Um. Absolutely. So, you know, I, um, went to BYU, um, like I said, and, um, we, we were good. We, we played in the the final four a few times while I was in the goal. Um, but, uh, I ended up having to have shoulder surgery going into what would have been my senior year. Um, and, healing up just right in the fall and then uh right before the uh, best of the west tournament I'm sure you probably remember that um i got in a car accident and uh you know uninsured driver suspended license someone shouldn't have even been on the road but hit me in a way that completely just everything they just fixed just completely washed away mm. um and um so uh 
I went from thinking that I had this one more opportunity to, to try to, to win a national championship at the time, um, you know, and, and it was lacrosse magazine, you know, the little BYU blurb in there, you know, Tyler store, you know, returning all American. He's, he's, he's leading the Cougars to the national championship this year, you know, like the, the return. And uh, you know, so there was some, some press around, you know, the team and, and me being a part of that. And, and it was just like a lifelong goal. Um, and, and it got taken away from me. I felt like, you know, cause I, I never played that last season. Um, I was going to play uh, for the uh, team USA West in uh, Osaka mm. um, in those games. And um, they cut my spot because the doctors wouldn't guarantee I would be cleared in time to play. Um, and, uh, you know, just a lot there, you know, a lot of things that just, you, you know, they, they hurt, man. I was sure. always the happiest kid you could imagine. And, and these kind of these big things for me, they were big deal. You know, I, any kid that lost a season due to COVID, I can relate, gosh, you know, that pain, because that's how it, it, it was painful at the time. And, and, and obviously now in hindsight, I realized life is about, you know, bigger things, but that doesn't that ch- change the moment. And uh, I, I, it just sent me into a real bad, uh, depression, a real, real dark depression. Um, and because of, you know, multiple surgeries and things like that, it also led to access to, um, uh, pain medication Mm -hmm. and not, not knowing one, how to deal with those feelings. Um, that didn't help, but then two, you know, it's this thing of we're, we're tough guys, you know, especially goalies, you know, we don't, we don't ask for help. We don't tell people how we're feeling, you know, like people say, Oh, you had a great career, you know, now maybe you just be, go be a great coach. And Oh yeah, you know, you got it. You're right. Smile and, and, and play off that. Like inside, I wanted to be like, yeah, that sounds great, but I'm still freaking dying inside FYI, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so, you know, it's something you, you, you didn't talk about. And so, uh, in, instead of talking about it, instead of reaching out to anybody to tell them how I was really feeling, um, I, uh, I, I turned to the, 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 the pain pills too to self-medicate, um, mm-hmm. because you know, they're, they're, they're called pain pills for a reason. They take away pain, not just physically, not just physically. And, uh, you know, so, um, that was around 2005 and, uh, I, I spent the next decade, man, um, battling, um, substance abuse and, and real major depression, anxiety, um, you know, in and out of, of institutions, rehab, psych ward. Um, I just, uh, you know, because again, uh, for, for a long time, I, I didn't reach out for help. And by the time I did, I was so deep into it. Um, it was that much harder to get out of, but, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, for me again, 2014, December 1st, 2014, I, uh, is my, my date, uh, clean date from substances. Great. Um, and, uh, but, but being able to one stop self-medicating and then start to talk about how I was feeling, um, with the depression, you know, has, uh, made all the difference, uh, in the world, you know, and, um, I mean, I was so depressed at one point, I didn't even want to be around the game, Mm. you know, 
And um, I mean, it's, you know, I, 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 I got clean. I started to talk about my, you know, what I was going through and why, and, and, and by, by doing that, by being able to talk about it, I was able to be around the game again, you know? And uh, so about 2015, 16 ish, um, started coaching again and then started playing again. And now my life is completely back revolving around lacrosse and, and it is the, uh, it, it, you know, it's called the medicine game yeah. and, uh, cause it heals, you know, in, in, in so many ways, um, you know, just being able to get out and play, but, you know, now, you know, my teammates, uh, my men's teams are, they're some of my biggest, you know, supports, um, when I need, and then, um, you know, kids that I work with just seeing one of them get it, you know, like it just does things for you, you know, or, or, or just feeling like if I ever struggled with that stuff again, uh, and, and didn't handle it, well, what would that, you know, I, I think about what would it do to some of them, you know, to, to find out, you know, coach, he wasn't around anymore for any of, you know, for, for reasons that were avoidable. Yeah. If, uh, you know, I would have, would have, uh, maybe spoke out, asked for help. So I, I definitely a big advocate of, you know, letting people know it's okay to uh, not be perfect. Um, it's okay to ask for help. I know, uh, you know, you know, um, coach, uh, Brad Gigliotti, a good friend of mine, I uh, used to coach, uh, the Michigan camps with him. Um, you know, we were big, uh, rivals teams there. BYU Michigan was always a great rivalry, but, mm-hmm. um, there was something that connected us and he started the uh, goalies matter initiative. I love it. Big part of it. Um, so, but, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that coach T that's awesome. You look, you look healthy, you look happy. It's great to see you you on on the other side and, and, um, you know, congratulations for going through that. Um, goalies matter. I think it's goaliesmatter.org. Is that? Yes. Uh, I think that's the website. I'll link up to that when it comes out. Highly recommend uh, you check that out. I mean, it's 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 kind of helping you know kids that were in your situation where you know, especially as as goalies and especially as men, like you know, we are taught to everything's okay. Like you know, at least this is how I grew up. Like my and my dad was in the military, so like maybe this is my experience. But you know, like you do, you know, when someone asks you how things are going, like the answer is I'm I'm fine. Right. Like even if things are not, even if things are not fine, like you are not going to share that. And that, you know, for a lot of kids eats them up inside. And so you need someone to talk to and that's all right. That's what goalie matters is all about. That's what, that's what coach T is here for. That's what I'm here for. Um, who, who did you reach out to? Like, how, how did you, what was your process for that? Like who, who were some of the folks that helped you kind of get that off, off your chest? Um, well, um, fortunately for me, probably unfortunate for her, my wife had to spend a few years going through all of that with me. Um, but, um, she, she was a, a big one. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm sure that, um, she had a thousand friends tell her I was no good and to move on. Um, but she never, she never did. Um, my, my parents, um, my coaches, you know, uh, yeah. one of the first, you know, my, my coaches, my friends from teams, um, you know, first intervention of any kind I kind of ever had, it was, you know, because of teammates, you know, a couple of my high school teammates, they just knew something was off. Um, and, uh, 
So they, they reached out to one of my coaches at the time that I was coaching with. And, you know, um, next thing I knew I was on the phone with, with all my coaches, Yeah, you know, awesome. talking, talking to me about it. Um, you know, asking me what they could do to help and, um, and, and be in there for me. And, and so, um, that, that definitely helped. Um, and then, I, you know, I, I have, uh, had, you know, professional help as well and nothing wrong with getting that. Um, yep. uh, I, I like to make sure people understand that sometimes it's not just as simple as, um, having your, your teammates or your coach or somebody like that, you know, trying to build you back up. It's not always those things help. Uh, and, and thank, you know, thankfully I, I had those supportive people in my life that when I did start to talk about it, they were there for me. Um, but you know, for somebody really battling certain demons, uh, when it comes to mental health or or substance abuse issues, like, um, you know, sometimes professional help is, um, is, is necessary. And so I, I tell people, don't be afraid to, to do that, but, but to get to that point, you have to have somebody in your life, uh, that you trust, um, to, to say, I need that help, you know, and that's, and that, you know, that for me, that was, you know, um, you know, my wife, uh, my parents, people that I knew through the game that I was able to, to put the trust in to say, you know, I'm, I'm not doing well, I need help. Um, so, so that's, and that, you know, that's like I said, you know, to me, it starts with relationships and building them with players. And, um, because, you know, uh, I I'm, I'm open about it. And, um, I, and, and there's been a few people that have said, Hey, maybe, maybe you shouldn't talk about some of that stuff so openly. And I'm like, can't, I can't not, because I know there'll come a day when the, you know, the relationships there, um, that, you know, all have someone that will feel comfortable. And I have, I've had parents, you know, come to me about kids. I've had kids come to me about, you know, having, you know, just struggles in general, little things, but, um, because they know, you know, coach T, uh, coach T wasn't always, you know, this fine upstanding gentleman, you know, he's had his struggles. He's had his moments of being down and out, but that's okay. So. Yep. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. Inspirational. Uh, it's goaliesmatter.net. I should have known that. Is it dot, net? dot net. You're covering the net. Get it? That's right. <laughs> awesome. Coach T, thank you so much for, for coming on, sharing your story. It's been tons of fun talking lacrosse with you. Um, I saw you, you applied for a PLL uh, position there. Good luck. Good luck with that. Is that? Yeah, yeah? definitely. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Listen, I, uh, I, I've always been into, you know, photography and, uh, you know, doing video, video editing and all that, that stuff. And, um, the, the start of COVID, my wife lost her job. I got furloughed and, and we started, uh, taking the cameras out to the lacrosse field. And, and, uh, that, that's, you know, kind of, uh, largely, uh, coach T lacrosse now, you know, as all that came of that. And, um, I, I just love connecting with people through lacrosse and they had a, a, job open that seemed like it might be a good fit so let's do it so let's, let's me, go let's, let's go i'm give it a shot I'm you, know, you miss 100 you. miss 100 percent of the uh shots you don't take so that's right that's right keep awesome. take them because i'll stop most of them but there you go <laughs> um where should people uh if they want to learn a little bit more about you and see kind of some of your stuff where should they go um 
coach T lacrosse, uh, on Instagram is, is, is the biggest one and, or, or Facebook or TikTok. I'm on all of them just, um, you know, but, uh, coach T lacrosse, I, I, you know, share uh, my story on there as, as much as I do, uh, you know, stuff about being goalie and just lacrosse in general. Yep. So definitely give that a follow it's coach, uh, underscore T lacrosse. Yeah. Yes. I'll link up. I'll link up when it comes out. Uh, coach, if you're going to leave the kids out there with uh, one final piece of advice, what would that be? Do what you love, man. Do, do the things in, in life that you love. Um, I, I have, uh, I've lost a few goalies that decided they didn't want to be goalies. And I said, if you don't love it, then I'm okay. Go, let's, you know, go find what you love, you know, find the things right. that you love, find the people that you love, um, and, and be around those things, do those things, uh, be around those people. And, uh, so that's it. Do what you love. Love it. Coach T. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Have a good one, Damon. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that episode with coach T. Awesome story. Awesome stuff. Uh, that he shared in that episode, just the way he went through, you know, a dark place. And after that injury, I think is very um, common for anyone who goes through an injury and gets something so valuable like lacrosse and like lacrosse goalie taken away from them. Uh, Awesome episode. Hope you enjoyed that one. That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode. Hope you're enjoying the college lacrosse season. I know I am. A lot of great saves both on the men's and women's side. Uh, check out my Instagram, at Rat if you want to see a lot of clips that we've been putting together. And of course, if you want to train with Tillman Johnson, two-day mini camp that we did, the recordings of that are available. It is unbelievable, if you ask me. Some of the best uh, virtual lacrosse goalie coaching that I've ever seen, just the way he breaks down slow motion saves. You're going to learn the technique. If you are 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old goalie and you want to learn how to make saves, the technique of how to make saves, this is for you. You can check that out, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman, laxgoalierat.com slash Tillman. In the meantime, get out there, get some work in, do well, and be well. I'm Coach Damon. Take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.